The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Good evening, Alan. Somebody save Chloe, because she's in big trouble. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Allison Mack, formerly Chloe Sullivan from the uh, quasi-hit TV show Smallville, which we both watched. I don't know why I was pooping on it for a second, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah, she played Chloe Sullivan. She got arrested um, for, among other things, sex trafficking. And... um, Apparently, she's been part of a cult, not only a part of a cult, but like one of the leaders of a particular cult run by uh, some guy. And uh, apparently she was helping to lure females into the cult and they would eventually wind up, I guess, having sex with the cult leader because I'm pretty sure that's pretty much what what the whole point of starting a cult is about for these guys. Um, Yeah, and she, uh, yeah, they got arrested. And uh, it does not look good for Colony. I read a this article, I think it, this initially broke news a couple months ago, and, and I remember look, reading it and, and being like really confused, like, is this real, you know? And uh, and then the, the story kind of went away. I think it came back again because they were looking for the, I think the ringleader, and they found him in Mexico. And then okay. I think that's, they were looking for him to, I guess, tie everything together and stuff. But so that's they, so they, bizarre. they suspected her, but they, they couldn't arrest her yet, is what you're saying. Yeah, because I don't... Yeah, she wasn't, like, the head, the head of it. But she was, I guess, one of them, I guess. But they were looking for the main guy, and they actually caught him recently. In Mexico. In Mexico. So, yeah, Yeah. heads will roll. And the the weird thing is, their their pitch, like, to get other people into the the cult was... It was some kind of women empowerment thing. Right. Um, Because Chloe... I keep calling her Chloe. Allison Mack actually... I believe drafted um, Kirsten Crook, mm-hmm. uh, who was Lana, into it um, to the point where Lana's been on Twitter the past few days being like, look, this is what I did. You know, I thought it was this women empowerment thing. As soon as it felt weird, I got out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but she's been defending herself on Twitter um, because obviously with uh, Allison Mack being arrested, her name popped up. Oh, sure. Uh, now, um, you know, uh, let's say clearly, uh, Christine Kruk was not arrested. I haven't read anything saying the police are suspicious of her or anything, so we don't know. Um, but, you know, you know, what's the, what's the birds of a feather kind of thing? You know, you, you know, guilt by association, I guess. Uh, yeah, so uh, looks like clothes on her own wall the weird right now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, that's an awful thing, the sex trafficking. and It's just such an odd thing you, you get i don't know like i guess being famous and thinking that they're involved in this kind of stuff is just so bizarre you know i don't know if you remember we actually uh we didn't meet her but we saw her at a con i think when smallville was still on or, uh yeah yeah, yeah this yeah, was, was still on. philly comic con wizard yeah. whatever yeah you know she was a short woman she was cute and all that but i, I don't know it's just weird i just find it very odd isn't it always weird when you hear of a celebrity of some sort, of some sort of fame, whatever, doing weird things like this, where you think, hey, you know, they're in the business, they're doing well for themselves, and it's always weird when you hear 
them doing obscure things like something like this, you know? Yeah, and I think I think part of it is because we have this image of them as their um, characters. Not saying that we think she's Chloe Sullivan, but you you'd be like, well, she's got to be smart enough to avoid something like this. Well, yeah, like like you know? well, like that guy from um, that TV show Glee, uh, the one that passed away from overdosing on drugs. Uh, I think he was right. dating. Yeah, it's like again one of those things where. You know, he's a very popular TV show was, you know, I think he was engaged. Everyone loved to, him. Yeah. Everyone loved him and poo poo it away. Star, yeah. Sure. Well, not only that, I don't know if you heard about the other guy. We're going on a bit of a tangent. But the other guy from Glee, um, I don't know if you watched the show, but he, he played uh, Puck. Puck. Yeah, Puck. Puck. Yeah. He got arrested for child porn. Yeah. And he eventually, um, he I think he killed himself. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're right. You're, it's just weird when you when you, you see these on TV, or I mean, you don't really notice people. You think you know them because you see them on TV and you, hear, you know whatever, but you really don't know these people. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. This part of me is like, how would you not smart enough to stay away from something like that? But hmm. you know, people are people. You know, sure, just because sure. they're on TV doesn't mean they don't make the same mistakes. Exactly. Everybody else does. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, usually in things like this, I take good luck, but. If it's true, no, no good luck. <laughs> yeah, right. That's an evil, evil thing, sex trafficking. Right. Oh, it's bizarre. All right. Uh, next story. The Venom trailer dropped. What? Yeah. Did you see it? I did. The first Venom trailer dropped. It. It's it's the trailer where you they gave you kind of the basic plot and story of the movie, um, and you do get to see Venom um, or Eddie Brock transform into Venom. Um, thoughts? Uh, yeah, it, it is weird to think of a Venom movie without Spider-Man, right? Uh, and the direction they're taking it. I mean, I, I guess it's going to be now in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Do they talk about how that symbiote was created? Where did it come from? I don't remember. No, it came from out of space because didn't remember at the beginning of Spider-Man Three. I think he's in the park with Mary Jane, and I think uh, does something hit the does a uh, meteor or something hit the ground or something and it, and it crawls out and latches onto his uh oh moped. his car yeah yeah yeah, his yeah that's right his yeah. little moped thing that's right that's yeah. right um, yeah. but i don't think they go beyond that explaining what it is sure yeah um, but i don't know it's it's gonna be weird like i said no spider-man or maybe they may allude to peter parker i'm not sure i don't well i was this is what i was thinking i'm watching i think the, i think this you know they had to change the story because they had to take spider-man out of the origin but I think the, uh, the the story is good. You know, it's a you know, kind of basically it's an alien substance or whatever they find, and but the government's in control of it, and they're testing it on people, which means there's other. It alludes to other symbiotes, symbiotes, and um, you know, in the comic books there was other symbiotes like um, besides Carnage and Venom, there were they had created like a whole like five of them, five other ones. So you kind of see that um, when they show the test subjects. Uh, mm-hmm. In, in their prisons or whatever um but the transformation i thought was good I, I mean his tongue was ridiculous i thought that was great but if you notice this is the first i noticed they didn't show his bottom half so i'm wondering if he's got the white spider on his chest oh interesting hmm you know what if he's all did they show him shooting webs no they showed no. him extending his body like the you know the black parts of his body right um so I'm curious if he's just going to be the uh, the white eyes, the mouth, right? 
Huh. And maybe a generic design, or you think they'll you think they'll put the spider on him? Well, that's a good point. If Spider-Man is not associated with this movie, does it make sense to put a spider on his chest? Exactly. Huh. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I'm sure. Hmm. So the the movie to me looks kind of hit, hit or miss. Like I'll probably go see it, but I don't, I'm not like excited about it like I am. Uh, now, are you a big Tom Hardy fan? I like Tom Hardy and everything I've seen him in. I mean, I don't specifically go out to see his movies. Right. But stuff I've seen him in, like the one Star Trek movie. I like Bane. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think where else I've seen him. I'm sorry I've seen him in other places. just can't remember. Uh, yeah, oh, he, he was in, um, what was the movie last summer? Dunkirk. Uh, he was in Dunkirk. That was good. Dunkirk. He was Mad Max. Uh, if you, yeah, I liked it. I don't know that he did a lot in that, though. Yeah. Except hang, hang out the front of the car. <laughs> and co-starring in The Revenant. You know, th- th- I, I oh, think I'm a little more optimistic because it does seem like he does, or I guess his agent does pick good roles for him, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you so know. So you're saying if it was a clunker, if the story was a clunker, they probably would Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good actor. I mean, he's he's not like Mr. Action Hero guy, so I, I think he picks good roles. And, and if this is his, you know, foot in the door of, of making a superhero movie, this is probably up his alley. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> so Venom. Yeah, like I said, I'll go see it. But, but right. I'm like, woohoo, Venom. All right, so our third story. All right, do you watch The Simpsons or have you ever watched The Simpsons, Alan? Oh, pro- I'll be honest with you. I may have watched a season, a season when it first started, and even then, I didn't watch it regularly. Okay, well, I was a big fan of The, of the Simpsons up until it got bad, mm-hmm. which everyone, you know, everyone today will tell you that it's not as good as it used to be, and it's been years since it's been good. But it's been on for almost 30 years at this point. Right? Yeah. So, in all these years, probably, yeah, I would say the first season, there was a character called Apu, who was uh, of uh, East Indian origin, and he owned the Quickie Mart, and he ran the Quickie Mart. And he's been on the show for... As since the beginning, and he's he's gotten his own storylines. Like he got married, he had like octuplets at one point, I think. Um, <laughs> and he's been he has yeah, I know it was a good story actually. Right. He was voiced by Hank Azaria, who um, he's one of those guys like you might not know his name, but if, if you see him in a movie, you're like, oh, I know that guy. Uh, but he does a lot of voices too. He does quite a few voices on The Simpsons. He does Mo. He does Chief Wiggum. Um, anyway, last year uh, East Indian. Um, comedian put out a documentary called The Problem with Apu. And he, I didn't see it, but it, from my understanding is he basically outlines why Apu is a racist character. A racist stereotype character. Not that he's like against other races. Right, right. Um, why he's, he's a racist uh, stereotype. Uh, and about a week or two ago, The Simpsons responded within an episode. And I don't think it was the mea culpa everybody was expecting. Uh, they basically said, look, something that was funny you know at the beginning and everybody understood it was funny it was a joke now because of political correctness is considered not funny you know right. like and they basically well stuff happens so it was like a a, a non-apology mm-hmm. so that that kind of brought the whole thing up again because honestly i didn't even hear about the documentary back in november when it came out 
Right. Um, but now more people are getting, you know, you know how people are always demanding other people apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hank Azaria, the voice of Apu, went on one of the late night shows. And he said he'd be willing to step aside from doing Apu. Really? Uh, because, yeah, because it was never his intent to to create a racist stereotype or or if, if he knew that, you know, kids were being picked on because of Apu or whatever, like being called Apu or being bullied. Hmm. Um, that was never his intention. Right. So, um, two questions. Oh, boy. Do you think he should step aside? Or, like, how much is his responsibility? He just does what the writer is right, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't have responsibility, but... I don't know. Maybe he did. He, I don't know. Did he have a like? Even if he did have a part in in creating the character, you know, what's the big deal? I mean, how, this show's been on forever, and I've never heard of this guy you're talking about. And guess what? He's in the news now. So whatever his plan was, it worked. We're talking about a nobody. Oh, comedian. the comedian that made the documentary. Sure. Yeah. You know. You well, know. Just recently, there was a TV show. I think it's called A Good Place. Um, the, good, the good place. Oh, the good place with Ted Danson, yeah. and, and yeah. I, I find that show funny. And one of the characters on there, he says, "Well, I'm Filipino," and I was dying because he's has a little bit of stereotypical Filipino thing in there, and I didn't find it insulting at all. You know, I thought it was funny. It, it's and right. it's definitely not a reflection of who I am. I am definitely not like that character and stuff, but I can see some some similarities of, of that. But that's why it's called a comedy show, you know? Right. Yeah, we're we're in a weird, weird place in media and social media history because um, you offend one person. I mean, the good thing about social media is everybody has a voice, right. you know. But the bad thing about social media is everyone has a voice, right? Right. And I don't know. I just think you know we've talked about you know some of the funniest movies out there are Mel Brooks movies, but you're like you can't. I'm sure there's a you can't show like blazing saddles on a college campus today <laughs> <laughs> or um, what's the other one um, history of the world part part one right you, you can't show those movies because people under like they don't get it like Archie Bunker oh, shit. Mm-hmm. was a lovable of course he was a horrible racist but he was it was his ignorance and you were laughing at that ignorance you know what I mean to the point where you almost felt sorry for the guy you're right, Archie Bunker. You couldn't have that show today, you know. Yeah, so it, yeah. it, it's 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 weird, especially for you know you and I, uh, our age, that we have to re-examine things we grew up with, things that we always thought were funny, and with no, when there's no malice behind any of it, you know. Right. And and ask us, ask ourselves, well, if if one or a group of people find this offensive, is it offensive, and should I? also find it offensive and mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what the answer is i just know no those mel brooks movies all his movies make me laugh and you know i don't think i i take those stereotypes he pokes fun of in his movies and i don't think those of people of those uh ethnicities you know i don't take that thought into the real world i don't walk out and go oh well mel brooks movies say that these people are like this so they must be like this and i'm gonna treat them like that right you know i think you have to know the difference between uh, reality and, and fake, you know, that's all cinema is. It's fake. So I don't know. It's it's a weird situation, especially for the voice actor to be in. Um, I think he's doing what he thinks is right. 
um, I don't think he's kowtowing. Like there are, there are times when people do things and they say sorry, they apologize, and they change. And you know they're only doing it because their bosses told them to do it. Sure. I think he truly feels that if he's hurting people, then that he should stop doing the voice. Which is a shame because he's great at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think he'll do whatever the ratings tell him to do. If the ratings yeah. go down, he's gonna. <laughs> You can say I'm not going to do it. The rating goes up because of this. And guess what? You can get more of the same. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's too. You're you're absolutely right, though. Everyone's very sensitive, and and, and everyone does have a voice, and you know, so be it. Yep, tis tis strange times we're living in right now. All right, yes, sir. so man, a lot of legal stuff to uh, this week, huh? <laughs> Chloe and Apu. All right, all right, Alan. You know what time it is? Hit it! Hit it! Quick it! It's surprising we don't have a, a jingle for this. Yeah, it's very shocking, isn't it? <laughs> All right. We'll pass. One. <laughs> Darn it, I was trying to get you to do it. I sang at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you did. Somebody save Clay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, you want to talk about a movie coming out? Another toy's being made into a movie. Tell us all about it. <laughs> m m m m mask <laughs> that was my singing part. Yeah, I remember that cartoon show. Well, when did this come out? This was like uh, early. Uh, is it 80s still? Probably the late 80s, yeah. Yeah, Mask was a fun cartoon. It's probably, I always thought of it as a mixture of G.I. Joe and Transformers, where the vehicles did transform, but there was people driving those vehicles and everything. Yeah, and uh, What was that? They weren't robots. And they were not robots. No. no. So, so, for example, like the car would turn into an airplane, right? Exactly. Or jet. I got you. Yeah, yeah. The truck would turn into this mobile missile thingy thingy. And, oh, there's a cool one that uh, a motorcycle turned into a helicopter. You know, and uh, anyway, it was cool. It was, it was, a, it was a neat little idea. And uh, I liked it. Um, doesn't hold up. I, I caught a couple episodes on YouTube and, boy, they're snoozers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they did uh, a couple, a few years ago, they, they brought that franchise back into comic books. And, uh, Word is Paramount Pictures is going to make a live-action film on the cartoon mask. Uh, other than that, there's no other news. Uh, oh, the guy that directed Fate of the Furious. Is that one of the movies? Fast and Furious, yeah. Fate of the Furious. That guy, uh, Gary Gray, he's he's tapped to direct that film. I don't know if that's a good thing. I didn't watch those movies. But, uh, well, if you're going to get like a, a mask movie with vehicles that transform and get a director that did Fast and the Furious, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, Mask is, I believe, part of Hasbro now. I don't know if they were back in the day. Um, if they were part, I think they were Kenner back in the day, but Hasbro bought Kenner at some point. Yeah. So the rumor, I don't know if it's a, I don't want to say it's a rumor. I think they're planning like a Hasbro shared universe. You know, because they're going to make another GI Joe. Um, it, they might be a reboot though. I don't know if they're going to like bring back the Rock and all that, but GI Joe Transformers Mask. Um, remember, they did a movie Battleship uh, based on the game. So Hasbro has been, you know, they've been making, like Disney's been making movies out of their rides. Hasbro's been making movies out of their toys. And um, they did a gem in the Holograms movie and it flopped hugely. Oh my God, um, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think they're talking about a shared Hasbro toy universe, which would be, could you imagine going to the movies, seeing Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Mask in the same movie? That's sick. I think they they did that in the comic books too. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing in the comic yeah. books. Yeah. Well, that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. So All right. yeah. All right, mask movie. Look out for it. Click it. Click it. 
Uh, Mad Max. <laughs> what's up with Mad Max? What's up with him? Oh, the director. <laughs> Man, I forgot to write this down. Uh, director Miller? No, wait. George Miller? Yes, George Miller. Off the top of my head. George Miller apparently is in, uh, well, there's a lawsuit. I, I think he's suing the movie production because supposedly he's supposed to get a uh, $7 million bonus for going under budget. And they're not paying the road, him. Right. And until they pay him, he's not making other movies. So this is just silly. I think it's $7 million bucks. You know? To, is it uh, Warner to come under budget with uh, Fury Road, right? For Fury Road, right. I'm sorry, yeah. So he's not making any other movies or any more Mad Max movies? Uh, Mad Max, until they okay. pay up, yeah. Did you know before um, Warner Brothers went in the direction of Man of Steel, he, he was supposed to be doing a Justice League movie? They oh. had a cast. Mm-hmm. They had a cast. They had costumes. They were all ready to go, and then Warner Brothers decided to go in a different direction. Idiots. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, are we okay with no more Mad Max movies? I mean, Fury Road was good, but yeah, I wasn't looking for a part two. Yeah, neither was I. For me, Fury Road was too much of a. Um, it was nonstop. Like I, I felt like I, I couldn't breathe in the whole movie. <laughs> You know what I mean? It just yeah. kept going. Yeah, the, like, right. Pedal to the metal for sure. Yeah, I mean it's good. I mean the visuals were fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. That yeah, I'm upset about I, that. I think the cool thing was, I think they were all practical effects too, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is amazing, and that no stunt drivers died. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm okay if they didn't. Well, I don't know what was it. Well, uh, like the original Mad Max, that was that was a trilogy, wasn't it? Thunderdome and. Uh, Whatever. Well, the first one was Mad Max, right? And then The Road Warrior and then Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. And then Fury Road. So there's four of them, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, good luck, Mr. Miller. Hope you get you $7 million. <laughs> Quick it. Quick it. All right. Uh, it's reported on The Week in Geek many weeks ago. Lauren Cohen... Uh, Maggie on The Walking Dead had not signed a contract for season nine and had made a pilot pilot show for ABC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, apparently um, she signed on for season nine, so that leaves her pilot up in the air. Hmm. So you will be getting Maggie next year, and spoiler alert, um, at the in the last episode of this season, um, yeah, I'll just spoil it. All right, if, if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead. Um, in the last episode of Walking Dead this season, Rick leaves Negan alive, and Daryl, Maggie, and uh, there was a third person. We're not Jesus. very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not happy with that decision, and it kind of looked like they were forming a little rebellion against Rick. Mm-hmm. So now that Maggie's back, we'll definitely see that come to fruition, I hope. Yeah. So Lauren Cohen, I hope you got paid. <laughs> Yeah, that or her pilot never picked up. That's another reason yeah, too. Maybe she's like, she's like, oh, hey guys, got my job. <laughs> yeah, I'd like yeah, to get paid so I don't have to do women trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, she went dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Quick hit, quick hit. Uh, John Krasinski. What? Now, now here's here's a studio having faith in the show. John Krasinski filmed. Uh, show for Amazon TV or whatever they call it mm-hmm. uh, called Jack Ryan based on the Tom Clancy novels. Season one has yet to, is premiering in months, not even like next week, like months, has yet to premiere and Amazon already ordered season two. So does that bode well for this show? <laughs> two words, quiet place. 
Uh, he's yeah. John's becoming a big name. Which means he's going to be in a Marvel movie soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he's becoming big. Like, he's he is. becoming he's... a household name, actually. Yeah, well, the fact that he helped write and direct and directed The Quiet Place and it's getting good reviews, mm-hmm. you know, that ups his status. Because, you know, I think, and I'll be honest with you, I think his problem was, uh, not that he had a problem, but I think he had the uh, the gym thing. You know, too many people were associated oh, with gym. yes, yes. And he might have missed out on roles. Because I'll tell you, if he was Captain America, I'd probably be like, um, why is Jim right. looking at the camera? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> okay, I like that one. Captain America will say something Tony Stark at Civil War and just look at the camera and make a face. (laughs) Jim look. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so good for you, Mr. Krasinski. I hope it's a good show. I like, look, first of all, I like the Jack Ryan character. Um, But Jack Ryan has to be the one guy they can never figure out who to play. Let's go back in time. Yeah. The first time we see Jack Ryan was in The Hunt for Red October, played by Alec Baldwin, right? Right. Then you have Patriot Games and Clear and Present Dangers, both very good movies, Mm -hmm. where Jack Ryan's played by Mr. Harrison Ford. Right. And then we skip ahead a bunch of years to um, The Sum of All Fears, I believe it was. And he was played by Ben Hufflet. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they jumped ahead a little bit more. And I think it was just called Jack Ryan. And it was played by Chris Pine. Right. So that's what, five? Yeah. Jack Ryan's already? Right. We did, why can't they keep a Jack Ryan? Is John Krasinski ending the Jack Ryan curse? <laughs> Maybe. This was supposed to be a Netflix series, isn't it? No, it's Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Okay, good. Yeah. All, right, all right, right. I got them both. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to that one. You have Hulu too? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I want to see Jack Ryan also. It yeah. does look good. All right. Quick, Um, Wonder Woman 2 confirmed to take place in the 80s. Nice. So She's going to have a see, perm. We're going uh, <laughs> to see her with uh, leg, leg warmers <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, doing aerobicizing with her Bon Jovi hair. Is that what we're going to see? They have to. It's going to be the 80s. Is her costume going to be neon red, white, and blue? (laughs) Why do you think the decision to go to the 80s, though? That's that's interesting. Well, yeah, because they're saying they want to do the Cold War, but why not do the 50s or the... Well, the 80s was the end of the Cold War. Well, maybe they're going to give her credit for ending the Cold War. Maybe Hmm. she'll put some behind the scenes. Oh. Or... But I well, if they divorce it from the rest of the DCU, they don't have to worry about explaining why she wasn't around. Like nobody knew about her. But I think that's the way they're gonna go. I think Justice League killed the DC EU. I think Wonder Woman is just gonna be Wonder Woman. I think Aquaman is just gonna be Aquaman. I'd be shocked if it might be too late for Aquaman. But I'd be shocked if Wonder Woman made ref. Well, it's the eighties, so it probably can't make reference to the other things. And I think when Green Lantern Corps comes out, I think they're all just going to be independent. And oh, they not won't have like a shared universe, you mean? Yeah, I don't think they'll specifically say they're not in a shared universe, but they just won't mention it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. why bring up Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman in a Wonder Woman movie if you don't need to? That kind of thing. True, because in Batman v Superman, don't they allude to that she hasn't been around or been active as a Wonder Woman for like a long... Like, like even... Yeah, you know, Bruce Wayne, who Mr. Know-It-All didn't know who she was. Yeah, and the thing is, she was walking around as Diana Prince, but she wasn't, like, the only, you know, they knew about Wonder Woman was that World War One picture. Right. But, you know, she, she was known enough to get invited to Lex's party. Right. Hmm. So, 
Yeah, it right. is odd. All right, so uh, yeah, back to the eighties. Like warmers, quick it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, Black Hawk, dang it! Why do I keep saying that? I don't know. Oh, Black Widow. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we have a whole bunch of news on Marvel movies. No, so we'll do all that. Careful. One, one. All right. Well, yeah. that's our last quick hit. All right. Okay. So our last quick hit, uh, and just a public service announcement. Yes, we know Infinity War is coming out for us tomorrow. No, we're not talking about it because, as we've stated before, Alan and I only have seen the two trailers. We've avoided every article, yeah. every snippet, anything that had the word Infinity and or War in it, we avoided. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about it on Twig. If you want to know our thoughts on Infinity War, catch the Nerd of the episode that follows this twig in a three days. Yeah. We'll talk, oh, trust me, we're going to talk about this movie till the cows come home. This is going to be like, a, that will be, I think, a two-hour show. I think. Oh, I don't care. I don't care for six hours. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it all out. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> if you came to Twig for Infinity War news, I'm sorry. Don't turn us off, but you're not getting it. <laughs> That'll be next Wednesday. Yes. But we will talk about some Marvel movie news. Okay. Now, Alan, you and I have been speculating what happens after. Because all we know up to now is we have Infinity War this month. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp in July. We have uh, Captain Marvel, I think, in March of 19, 2019. Avengers 4 in May of 2019. And Spider-Man Homecoming in the summer of 20, Not Homecoming 2, or whatever we're calling it, in right. the summer of 2019. We know nothing beyond that. Right. Well, with everybody talking Infinity War, Kevin Feige decided to change the topic to possible plans after uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So, this is what is on the table. I'm not saying these are definite, but these are things Feige said, yeah, we're thinking about, or yeah, you know, we're story, we're, we're, we're talking about these things. Uh, three, three properties, four properties. A Black Widow solo movie. Okay. A Moon Knight movie. A Nova movie. And an Eternals movie. So let's start with the Black Widow solo movie. Uh, probably most definitely going to get get done, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to see it. And uh, this could news- also satisfy... Uh, we, we, we did an episode about the actors and Sebastian Stan. We said it was signed up for nine movies. Maybe this right. is one of his... Maybe they had this actually planned out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so a report came out today about what the blues, the plot will basically be. Uh, it'll be... 15 years after the collapse of the Soviet Union, which puts it right before Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that Marvel Universe hadn't started yet. Uh, you know, at this point, Captain Marvel will be known, be- well, at least known to the government, or S.H.I.E.L.D. at least, depending on what happens in her movie. Um, yeah, and, and, and Captain America the Winter Soldier alluded to a story where Black Widow was trying to save some asset and was killed by the Winter Soldier, who, of course, she didn't know was Bucky. So it seems that they're going to have some kind of encounter, some kind of run-in um, in her solo movie, which should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just one question regarding this. Do we see Hawkeye in this movie? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'd say I don't want to, but you're right. You're probably right. They'll probably put him in there. If he's got a contract, they probably need to put him in there. <laughs> put him someplace. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, uh, let's work backwards then. Um, Moon Knight. Moon Knight was Marvel's literal answer to Batman about 50 years after Batman <laughs> debuted. <laughs> Does Marvel risk the comparisons to 
the Dark Knight trilogy or even Batfleck if they do a Moon Knight movie. Uh, wait, what was the question? Do they risk com- making comparisons? The yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at the, the, the origin of Moon Knight, it's, it's not Bruce Wayne, so that's a little bit different. I mean, the only similarity is He's is rich, though. He's rich, he fights at night, and he's got a cape and cowl. Does he have, like, mental problems, too? Well, yeah, so that makes it a little bit different, too. Right. You know, but other than that, that's, that's probably the only similarity. But he doesn't have superpowers. Isn't he about gadgets and fighting and all that? Yeah, oh, yeah, and he does have a butler, too. Come on. And he's got a car, I think, too. Or a jet. Uh, <laughs> helicopter. He gets around in a helicopter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, it's Marvel. I'll go see it. But I don't know. That might be. You know, we, we keep talking about when are they going to mess up? <laughs> I'm tapping the desk. Can you hear it? No, it won't be Moon Knight. <laughs> I like Moon Knight. I, I can never get into Moon Knight. You know what What I like to... I read Moon Knight like when I was a kid, and for some reason, it was like... I got this when I was visiting Puerto Rico. My mom got me a comic book because I wouldn't shut up. Anyway, it was this comic book of Moon Knight, and it was like this really dark, scary comic book. Like that. It was kind of like that theme. I was like, wow, this is... I was so intrigued with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but the his other history, it's uh, you know the only thing I remember recently was he was drawn by Stephen Platt and it looked cool because it was like a McFarlane ripoff. But yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's... the thing is, the new Moon Knight, he wears like a three piece white suit. Like, oh, he, he does. Yeah, I think so. And he he wears like a like he doesn't have the hood. He has the mask on. But he doesn't have the hood on. With a cape. Does he have a cape? I don't think he's got a cape. Oh, that's dumb. yeah. When, when we're done, Google or do it now. Google Moon Knight now or whatever, and see what pops up. Wow, he's very different. I don't even know if it's Mark Spector. Huh. Mark, Mark Spector was the character. I don't even know if it's him. Wow, that's weird. All right, um, Nova. Nova is a teenage hero. On well, the comics, Nova was a teenage hero who could uh, fly very fast and um, he shoot energy bolts. He was uh, given his powers by the well, the Nova Corps. Which was Marvel's answer to the Green Lantern Corps. Right. Uh, now, the Nova Corps already premiered in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so I wonder if they kind of adapt those. They were like the space cops on the on the first on the planet that um, Ronan tried to destroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they would try to. And, and if you look at the the, the police, the you know, space cop uniforms, kind of looks like the Nova, the, the costume from the comic book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so I'm curious to see when you make it a teenage hero. A lot of the Nova Corps died in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, right. One of the one of the Infinity Stones is on the planet, so does Thanos destroy the planet itself right. to get it? Um, but there's a lot of ways they can spring out of this. I would like to see it, especially if he's a teenage hero, because I think they need um, someone to compliment Spider-Man. You know, was Rich Rider a uh- the, the guy that played him, was he considered a teenager? He was, right? He, when he started, yeah, he was, he was in the New Warriors, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. I, I liked him when he was with the New Warriors. He was, but now he's a different guy in the comics. Oh, really? Savage writer. What? Okay. Yeah. Boy, Marvel's really exploring this whole cosmic universe. Oh, well, yeah, wait till the next one. <laughs> okay. The Eternals. Oh, boy. Uh, the Eternals was Jack... Wow, and I just realized all of these are ripoff of DC products. These last three, Moon Knight, Nova, and the Eternals was uh, Jack Kirby had left um, DC, 
and he started working for Marvel, and he created the Eternals, mm-hmm. which was kind of Marvel's new gods. Right. Uh, they, were, they were created millions of years ago by uh, the Celestials. Celestials came to Earth, experimented on primitive humans, and created the Eternals, which is almost I, – I, I kind of didn't like the Eternals, and I didn't like the Inhumans because mm-hmm. they're kind of the same thing because the Inhumans were primitive man um, experimented on by the Kree. So, but the Celestials are the really huge beings, again, going back to Guardians of the Galaxy, that um, possessed the stones at one time. Right. Um, but couldn't, you know, they were huge, yet they couldn't, they even they couldn't hold the Power Stone or something like that. So, um, they're talking about making an Eternals movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if they couldn't do it with humans. I don't see the point in trying to do it with the Eternals. Yeah. So maybe that'll be their first hit. Depends which comes out first, Moon Knight or Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, I don't know. Boy, they're really reaching this time. Did you ever read about the Eternals or no? Nah, I mean, I, I know of them. I didn't read any of their stuff. See, my thing, and I, and I realized this a long time ago, because I'm not a big super, like, I like Superman the movies and stuff like that, but I was never a big Superman comic book fan because he's Superman. You're like, I would never feel like he's in danger in the comics, you know? Sure. And I feel that way about the humans. I feel that way about the Eternals. Any, anyway, with these godlike powers, right? I'm just like, eh, what's the point? Yeah. Know, like safety with the war wasn't mm-hmm. very attractive to reading Thor either. Yeah. So, hmm. but that's an interesting phase. I think they're calling it Phase Four. Are you are you pleased with Marvel's direction of going down the cosmic route? Uh, I'm pleased with what they're doing with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, I'm unsure about like the Nova Core or the Eternals, what that's going to play out to be like. Hmm. You know. So, so let me ask you this: If if you know when this Marvel Cinematic Universe, universe started ten years ago, and it's it's leading up to the Infinity War coming out this weekend, what do you think Phase Four is leading up to? What do you think the big thing? You know, like ten years from now, what do you think? they'll be talking about well obviously the rumor is it's going to be what secret invasion oh wow with the scrolls right yeah and i just real oh my god do you know how old we're going to be when when we see are we going to be do you know how old we're going to be talking about secret invasion 10 years from now <laughs> we'll be old but my maturity level will probably be about on par with yeah. Right now. yeah that's true <laughs> right yeah wow another 10 years of this stuff good lord now I'm just remembering how young I was when Iron Man came out. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the rumor. Are they following through with that? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I would love to see that. I think it's a great story. The concept is great. Right. You know. Um, but or they might do something totally different. Hmm. But I don't know. I mean, it's, if they do take another 10 years to do it, I was going to say, I don't know if they should do another cosmic thing, but... If you do one cosmic thing every 10 years, I guess that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So where are you at that? Are you okay with the direction? Uh, you know, of, of the Marvel stuff, I was, I never really followed the, the, the cosmic part of their universe. Um, even when the Fantastic Four went out in space, I couldn't wait for them to come home to deal with earthbound right. issues. So I wasn't a big fan of it, but I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just, you know, I think it's, for me, there are a lot of other Marvel things to do that, you know, if if they're going to take this whole cosmic route 
for this next phase. Uh, what about the other stories? You know, will, will they ever have time to get to them? You know, because it's it's going to die out this superhero thing that we're writing right now. So yeah, eventually. So you know, I'd love to see like a new warriors kind of thing. That'd be fun. Yeah, I would love to see the warriors too. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. I think the next Civil War type movie should be Masters of Evil. Oh I think, my I think god! Need, if they're going to spend the money for all those actors, yes, bring back the villains. Oh my knockdown, god! Yes. Knockdown, drag out, brawl with the Avengers. Yes, and make that a two-parter. Okay, you know what I mean. Sign me up. <laughs> I just got excited again. Masters of Evils. Did you read that trade paperback? I Knock did. Down? That is that such, such a, a good, good storyline. Oh, I love that one. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, yeah, it'd be really cool. Masters yeah. of Evils would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Ooh, okay. You know, for for people listening, I don't know. Masters of Evils was basically uh, a super villain team. You know, all like everybody's major villain teaming up to to take down the Avengers. And there was a great storyline <clears throat> called Masters of Evils, where um, they almost took down the Avengers, and it was rough. Well, they kind of did. Yeah. Beat the snot out of Jarvis. Yeah, right. The Wasp I mean... had to create a whole new team. <laughs> yeah. And she created a team of B-listers, pretty much. Sure. Oh, that was that's a great storyline. Remember Ooh. when they did the Captain original shield? That was rough. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh. Oh, you want to wish happy birthday to somebody, don't you? Lee Majors turned seventy-nine April twenty-three. But his eye is only forty. What's a bionic eye? Got it doesn't age. That's right. Yeah, boy, he needs. I wonder if he updated to HD. (laughs) (laughs) Still, he has to wear like a hat with an antenna on his head, (laughs) like the Martian. That's how he's more Inspector Gadget. (laughs) (laughs) I like Lee Majors. Yeah, last time I saw him was on a TV show called Human Target with Mark Valley, and uh, he looked pretty good then. But uh, yeah, seventy nine now. Happy birthday, Lee Majors. There you go. All right. All right. And that was the Week in Geek. Woohoo! Really, thank you for everything we got to do. Uh, thank you to you, Jonathan, for doing this podcast with us. There you go. Who's the host besides you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I, yeah. I know you write it in the description, but um, can you give a verbal plug to our guy that does our music, um, our theme music, because he's, he's awesome. Oh, but uh, we don't use it for this show, though. Okay, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but remind me to do it for the other show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have too many shows. We do. I don't know what's happening. Okay, hey, it's coming up, man. Couple more days. Yes. Right. Couple more days. Wait, you're tomorrow, right? I am. This time tomorrow, I'll be two hours into it. Oh my god, it's almost over. Wow. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. All right, man. Um, we'll enjoy it. Juice bits right now. I shall. Yeah. And I'll try not to spoil it for you. Thank you, sir. All right. This is Alan signing off. Bye. <laughs>